Hello and welcome to the Science Fiction Book Review Podcast. Sitting over there is Juliana Kunzendorf and this is the show where she reviews every single science fiction book that she reads as she reads it. There's no set schedule, just whenever she finishes the science fiction book, uh, she does a review and puts it up here on the podcast. And uh, sitting over here is Luke. Say hi, Luke. Hiya. Anyway, Juliana, this is a book that you've read. What's this? Look, it's the it's the, the other way around. It's the third person. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's terrible. It's the third person uh, podcast intro rather than the first person. <laughs> Because this is a book that you've read, not me. That is a book that I've read and not you. And I don't think you should read it. Well, this is the thing. The book that we're talking about is Light from Uncommon Stars. Yes. The author being, oh, I've got the page open somewhere here. um, Raika Aoki. Yes. Raika Aoki is the author. And uh, this was a a book which was a Hugo nominated last year. It was. Nominated for the Hugo Awards. Mm -hmm. And um, I often look at those things and i listen to incomparable podcasts and they always talk they always review over the time they do uh, you know they read like six books for the hugos and another five or you know for the nebula awards and they do n- numerous podcasts they used to do them all in one episode now they're spreading it out a bit that which is pretty sounds good a bit better they talked about this book on episode number um 620 alien donut lady was the name of the episode oh yeah why do you say that is that that's a reference to this book yes the other two books were um, Project Hail Mary by Andy Weir and Shelley Parker Chan's historical epic She Who Became the Sun, which is like a retelling of the god, em- no, what is it, whatever, the, one of the first emperors of China, but with a, a gender swapped um, main character. Okay. Um, so instead of it being an emperor who unites China, it's an empress. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. Anyway, again, just going purely by what they say. Sounds fascinating. What I normally do is mm. when I'm listening to these, I if they do an introduction to it, uh, to a book, I'll be like, do I want to read that? Or have I already read that? You know, and if the answer is I've already read it, I'll listen to the full discussion. And if I haven't read it, I've got to make a decision. Do I skip the discussion mm-hmm. and um, and uh, and then listen to the rest of the, the podcast of their discussion about it, thinking, right. oh, I'm never going to read this, so I don't mind spoilers. Yeah. Or do I go, oh, let's skip that one. And then I'll and then I'll listen to the audiobook. I'll read the book myself yeah. and then uh, and then do my review and then go back and listen to their podcast about it. Or the other way around. Maybe I'll listen to their podcast before I do my own review, hear what some of the people think. In and this case, it was Jason Snell, Erica Ensign, Aileen Sims, Scott McNulty and Dan Moran, who were people talking so about So what happened to this episode? Did you listen to it all the way through? Here's the thing. I don't remember uh, anything <laughs> about it. I'd already listened. I'd already read Project Hail Mary. So yeah. that one I just went with. Um, but then there's the She Who Became the Sun. I realise when they're talking about it, I'm not going to read a historical alternate history historical epic fiction based in china nothing against historical fiction or alternative it just just didn't feel like a book for me that's not the kind of thing that i'm gonna spend time with but then this one light from a common stars i was like oh that sounds interesting yeah until i read what it was about actually no let me go back a bit (laughs) i read that this book was set in los angeles it is set in los angeles let me list the ways that I am so unimpressed by Los Angeles that I will avoid stuff about Los Angeles. I don't find Los Angeles an interesting place. I don't find it uh, exciting. Mm-hmm. I don't find anything that happens there interesting, mm-hmm. except maybe TVs and shows. Almost every bit of fiction that I've ever watched that's set in Los Angeles, but also about being in Los Angeles and living yeah. there and stuff, I don't like it very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a few which I think is interesting, but, you know, it's it's the exception. You know, we walked out of the movie La La Land halfway through. <laughs> oh, no, not halfway through. It was before halfway through. Either way, we didn't get to the end of La La Land because <laughs> yes. it was like, this, it was some of the worst stuff I'd ever seen. Oh. It begins with a 
traffic jam on a big freeway. Yeah. And normally I dislike traffic jams on freeways so much that, you know, that it drives me crazy. That was then the best part of the movie. The rest of it, La La True. Land, you know, it's about LA, LA, yeah, LA, yeah. LA, you know, yeah, La La yeah. Land. I don't like stuff. About, I don't like movies about movies. I don't like books about movies. There was one book that I read, which was called Borderline by, I can't remember, it was another award nominated book. And if I'd have started that book, knowing that it was set in LA like hmm. if I'd have known it was set in LA beforehand or before I started it probably wouldn't have started it and then when I got to the end of the book that it was set in LA and that it was about movie industry people and mm-hmm. it, it wasn't about the borderline personality it wasn't about the fairies or anything it was all of the Los Angelesness of it that people had to drive lots of places between things it was infuriating yeah, yeah. the Apple screensaver has aerial you know the aerial stuff yeah. they show aerial shots of cities yep we actually you can choose what kind of screenshots you want I turn turned off all cities like there's some really great shots in hong kong and london and san francisco and dubai yeah, and shanghai some, some all of these other cities overflow we don't things. get to see any of those screensavers purely because one of the shots is a los angeles uh, uh freeway crossing i think it's even two okay two of them yeah. are about they're literally here's a screensaver of massive urban sprawl and traffic jams in los angeles enjoy your day while you listen to this music and watch it and i'm like nope so we don't get to see any city mm. on in uh in uh, uh on the screensaver we see nature ones and we see space ones yeah we don't even see sea ones but that's a different thing it's because it's oh here's the thing we don't watch the sea ones because there's there's two images with um jellyfish floating around on them yeah, and i found the jellyfish so disturbing that yeah. i switched off all apple screensaver stuff set in the sea so i find los angeles about as appealing on the same level of appealingness as jellyfish i understand and and i must say here uh, that the What? that the cities are turned off is basically just because of you i yeah. would just skip them yeah when i see them i ignore them But there's also would... one with the lax with the airport uh, yeah. and stuff it's like yeah it's not appealing but it's um well i just yeah, i wish you could it, it block them individually because i would yeah. block i would block the two of the three los angeles ones and i'd yeah. block and i would block the uh Um, jellyfish three or four of them. Yeah, whatever it is but yeah. yeah either way i'd block a few of the la shots and i'd mm. block a few jellyfish but because i can't block the screensaver images directly nope. on the apple tv i've just got to have all cities including los angeles so yeah we don't get to see it maybe we should turn them back on so maybe i just need to get over it that i'm happy to look at jellyfish and traffic in los angeles maybe but not jellyfish work. but the the cities maybe we should try anyway that was one of the things that i read in the blurb or heard about this book that yep. it was set in los angeles and yep. I, i i don't know how much this book is about los angeles but that it was advertising the fact mm -hmm. that hey this is set in some you know some urban sprawl in los angeles come check it out this book and i was like nope and then it was uh, something else in the blurb was about found family and i just know that these like found family books they they might be for me some of them might be for me like you know the becky chambers style stuff where like yep. oh and these people get together and they've got nothing in common but what they do have in common is acceptance for each other and yep. they're you know they find you know they're rejected elsewhere but they find a family to be and and i was just like yeah i mean that is great for some people but that isn't what i'm looking for in my science fiction yeah or or in whatever so those two things again i'm not opposed to bit things set in los angeles if it's good like i'll watch a terminator movie no problem at all like it's <laughs> you know there's plenty of stuff set in in los angeles but terminator isn't about being in los angeles i mean it is a bit but uh, i was just about to say Either way, the, the, there's the, the city plays a role. Yeah, in the it, city, but... like when the city becomes a character, yeah. it's fine. But again, I I enjoyed the the uh, the the three Californias trilogy. 
but yeah. I skipped the one which was actually set like in at the urban <laughs> sprawl of California, yeah. and I read the one which was more uh, utopian and the one which was more uh, bucolic. Yeah. Either way. So, um, yeah, so I skipped this book, and then you said, oh, I'm going to read this book, and I said... And no. I, what did you say? I say... Oh, you, do, you do your introduction. I, I finished everything I want to say about this book now. T- that's a pity because I hope to have a conversation about yes, it with you. But you need so to say what the book's really about. I, no, I understand. So how I came to this book, I didn't know anything about this book. I didn't know that it was nominated for any sort of awards. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about that. All I did was I went into the library app and I looked for a book that was available. Mm. So this book was available. Was it in the science fiction section you were looking for? Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yes. Um, So it was an English book, science fiction, um, and the cover was, the cover seemed to be appealing and the the title I also liked. Now... Here comes was the it that cover. It was this cover. Cover yes. with a fish swinging cover around. With a, it's yeah. like this nice blue, and then you have yeah. the fish, it's and very it's, appealing. And the 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 way that the the font looks like it it's it fits. Yeah. Everything fits. And then um, in some like one of the blurbs or what whatever the introduction it says. Oh, it's like. Um, uh, Becky Chambers, uh, the long way to uh, oh, it was sold as that as well, wasn't it? Little planet, no, yeah. how it's called, and um, uh, also uh, good omens uh, mixed together, whatever. Okay. Whatever. So I thought, okay, you know, it's it, it the the title certainly sounds Becky Chambers like. Yeah. Um, and I started reading it. I have, I just, earlier, I just looked up my reading uh, journey, like you can look up on the, on the library like, like app. Your progress of how, The progress. Yeah. So, um, I first got it uh, in, on the 5th of October. Okay. So I borrowed it for 21 days as it's the norm in the oh, library right, app. yeah. Um, I started reading it and I went 4%. <laughs> in 28 then days in 21 days <laughs> in 21 days yeah and then the here i say uh, the lease comes up yeah. like you, you have to say yeah, it's a library you, return it, date yeah right like, the return date came up and i was at four <laughs> percent i thought like should i and then i just got it again and it gave it back immediately yeah. so i thought i'll have a bit more time with it then i went to 15 percent. yeah and the return date came oh, no. up again <laughs> And then I borrowed it again, and you, thinking like, ah, should I keep going? And I was like, mm, but what else could I read? This was the kind of thought process behind yeah. this. Uh, and then I actually did a bit more of an effort. And then I actually think uh, then that was it. And then I read it all the way through. Yeah. Uh, oh, no. Um, 65%. Yeah. <laughs> another return date oh, really? came up. So this took, you, this took you three different return dates yeah. coming through. Yeah. It was was a, this the only book you were reading in the whole time? Yes. Really? Yes. You've been with this book for like six weeks. I've been with this book for a very long time. No, more than six weeks. That's three. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like nine weeks, nine and a half weeks, ten yeah. weeks. Yeah, it's 5th of October and I finished it um, a few But few I remember you ago. talking to me about this and I, and I said, and I said, mm. do you think I should read this book? Because again, I wanted to know what you yeah, think. And yeah. you said, no, you shouldn't read this book. No. What? Let's say, okay, let's combine this go. together. First, why were you struggling to get more than 4% of the way through in three weeks? And then why on top of that, or if it's the same reasons, why? Why do you think I shouldn't have read this book? Okay, so the beginning, so I don't even know. The writing of this book is very strange. It's the language that is used is very flat. Right. 
and their characters, even though the author tries to make them on external factors interesting right. by the different definition of what they are, who they are. Yeah. Um, she, the, the, she really tries to make them interesting, but the characters themselves are just very, very flat and they don't progress in any way. Really? No progression. Because it says the... here, Shizuka Satomi made a deal with the devil. Yes. So we got someone who's made a literal, a literal deal with the devil to yes. be the best violinist in the world. And that is the external factor that makes her interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, She's called she... the, the queen of hell in this book. What the, the devil is? She, the uh, Suzuka. Oh, okay. That's her t like that's the title that she's been given uh, uh, amongst. Uh, okay, and she's looking peers. for. She must entice seven other violin prodigies to trade their souls for success. She's yes. already delivered six. Yes. And then the 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 seventh candidate to trade their soul to the devil, so she can have her soul back or whatever. Yeah. Is Katrina Nguyen, uh, a young transgender runaway? Yes. Um, and then the the third character is Lan Tran, a retired yes. spaceship captain, starship yes. captain, yes. interstellar refugee and mother of four. Yeah. And so it's literally an alien. Yes. Who's got a human body and living in Los Angeles. Yep. Okay. So we've got we've got someone who's made a deal with a mm -hmm. devil, a transgender woman and a, a, a literal alien. Yes. And you're saying that these three characters aren't interesting. And this is what I kept saying. The external factors try to make them interesting. These the things that you just described yeah. are the interesting things about them. But the characters themselves, like, for example, Katrina, yeah. she is in the beginning of her transitioning and she's got it hard um yeah. this is made very clear in the beginning like it's like punching you in the face how hard she's got it right which is why at the beginning also i struggled reading on because it's just hard to read it and i understand that uh, some transgender people have it this hard when they grow up um but it was hard to uh, to digest yeah. um and and she her trauma is the, the she the way she thinks about herself yeah and uh the what 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 over the course of the book yeah nothing changes right it's the same the whole way through and um and at the end she just kind of disappears who as a character uh katrina Oh, like okay. she's just not mentioned anymore. She's just okay. Yeah, that that was solved, and then um, now she just—I don't know. She oh. just kept living on. I don't even know. Okay. Um, just to then, talk about how unpleasant some of it is. Mm. Which again, this is just something here. Um, someone tagged right right at the start of the review. Trigger warnings: racism, racial slurs, homophobia, transphobia, dead naming, misgendering, outing, uh, dysphoria, bullying, sexual assault, rape, sexual harassment, child abuse, physical abuse, emotional abuse, domestic abuse, alcoholism, self harm. Uh, suicidal ideation xenophobia murder and war yes all of that and this is in a book which is it, it like it does it can it i mean I, I don't want to say anything about a book that i've not read but honestly that is there are so many topics there yeah like that would be an, an entire novel in its, in its own right just with that one exactly with one that and thing that's going one on. of the things i want to also address later on um is this um how you know how it said at the beginning a mix between the Becky Chambers books yeah. and Good Omens. Right. I think it's just too many things tackled. Like really? this could literally be four different novels in its own right. Mm. The thing that kept me going. Yeah. And this is what I want to also talk about, which I also saw in some Goodreads reviews, is 
the part about the music, the part about the violin stuff. Right. This book gets so geeky. Really? Like, I'm a musician. Yeah. I understood, let's say, 95% of all the stuff. I'm right. not a violinist, so if you're a violinist and you you really know your stuff, this is going to be great for you. Yeah. And it was great for me because it was so geeky. It was so, you have to have so much knowledge of, you know, there were Bartok sonatas mentioned and right. how Bartok's music sounds like. And Schradig, which is like a, he uh, obviously um, a composer who did like the uh, etude kind of like the, yeah. the this exercise pieces that you just keep practicing over and over. I don't know Shradik, but weirdly enough, because like, I work on cruise ships, there's often violinists do it. Yeah. So they mention these names. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. certainly Bartok is one yeah, that yeah, comes Bartok. up when people do the violin performances or pa and, practices or whatever. And then oh and, and on top of these three women mentioned there, yeah. over the book, there's another woman coming up. Right. Who then works as a, a violin um a builder she's a, a person building violins okay. and uh, you know uh, string instruments and so she she's actually part of the this is actually four women right and that's one of the things one other thing i liked it was the the focus on just having a book purely about sometimes strong sometimes not so strong women mm. um and um and the music that was what kept me going. All the other stuff was weird, didn't make sense. Like there was the the technologies that the a, that the aliens supposedly brought with them, right? And that they could use, and but then they work in a donut shop. Then they work in a donut shop and use the donut as a stargate to another uh, to another um, dimension, like the. <laughs> the lingua, like the, also the science fiction tropes that were used felt so much like, mm, like the author has lots of interests yeah. and tried to combine them all into the yeah. book. It's like, Everything. It, it feels like write what you know. And yes. they know, they and know, it, they've read, they've read science fiction. They live in Los Angeles. They yes. play the violin, yes. you know. And it, it goes like the, 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 the terminology goes like almost far enough what the science fiction -y yes but then it cuts off there's oh, okay. nothing n nothing in depth about it it's mentioned oh yeah we're building this this stargate thing for the galactic empire thing that and everything is mentioned but nothing is really mentioned like, like nothing it's, really it's, goes into like, yeah, there's there's a, a, a the names are mentioned but an, then it has no impact an, like an intergalactic war happening outside yeah. somewhere and we never get to know anything about it except that okay the captain is the former wife of one of the generals in the yeah. galactic empire and whoa that is what i'm saying one of that could be the thing is it sound, that sounds like that could be like a really interesting yes, story yes that somebody is a refugee from an intergalactic <laughs> battle that's happening out there but they've come to earth and work in a donut shop absolutely that sounds fascinating yeah but but, but they are only a sidekick thing. The, this whole story about the intergalactic war going yeah. on. We never get to know anything about this. It's just mentioned. It and feels like that would be the most important thing. It could be. And then you have... <laughs> and then So then you have the music. You have uh, the, um, the stuff about the aliens. Then you have the um Sasuka, yeah. who is this violinist uh, yeah. who uh, in one... In the 
in one concert in Berlin in 30 years ago in uh, the Philharmonics, yeah. she sold her soul to a demon and to hell and uh, had to then from then on to like to keep, to play like that the mm -hmm. way that she did on that night. She then um, had to had seven years and seven souls that were had to she had to get. Yeah. So she had to get students so to play herself. Otherwise, she was not. She couldn't play. It's that, again. That could sounds like that could be a fun a novella fun no, of no, in its own right. Thing in its own yeah. right. Yes, absolutely. And we get to know bits and pieces. Um, and in the the end, the way that this is resolved is like the most pathetic stuff ever. We have a demon that regularly turns up. How can we live in a world where there's demons and hell and aliens? No, that's fine. And And weird you've, you've AI seen, uh, technology. You've like seen uh, um, Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones is a world where uh, there, there's 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 the Ark of the Covenant and demon stuff. And then also, I think in the fourth movie, aliens turn up. I've not seen that. Yeah, but that's. I mean, yeah, I'm not talking about this. Kind okay, but, it, all but in one like, thing. Yeah, all in one. Place. All in one thing. Everything. And then we have. Well, what it's else it's kind of like the we Marvel. Have... I think this is the thing. It's one of these, um, you know, squeak or tour wave kind of books where people have been like, oh yeah, I've watched enough TV to mm. uh, to know enough about fiction to write a novel. Or I've watched enough movies, and so it's a bit like the uh, in a way it's, it's a bit marvel cinematic universe because there you do have demons you know like who like you get people doing witchcraft and you've mm. also got aliens yeah. and you've got gods like the asgard people and you've got the you know sci-fi stuff and and I'm, i'm just saying that there there are fictional universes where that happens but generally they except for the crossover events they try and keep it separate you know yes but also they are making it um funny there's a like humor <laughs> behind it they, they don't take that seriously and they don't they don't uh they they're not setting this in our world this is a, this is a, in a different 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 place the marvel mm. cinematic universe yeah. is not our world that's no. made very clear in but this is obviously not this is obviously a fantasy as well but then you know it, the way it starts with katrina and her tran her transitioning and her yeah. out uh, like she she this is very real and this is very current world things and there's youtube and yeah. there's like social media and oh really and there's like this kind of um only fans fans only what's this, yeah. house, this platform called yeah the, i know the like, one you mean anyway, only fans yeah only fans yeah the, this kind of stuff like it there is not anyway it's too much it's it's just too much <laughs> and the only things that really kept me going was the music stuff because that was fascinating and uh i i really like that's one of those things where i where I'm um, totally grabbed yeah. in my geekiness of my musicianness. What you what you call it is nerd sniping. You're nerd sniped. Oh, I got totally nerd sniped into this <laughs> Although book. Although that's maybe and, something slightly different. And on the other hand, I was furious by the, I don't know, the, the character development, which was... Yeah, it was flat and non-existent, and like the the two that so Sasuka Satomi lives in a house like she's got lots of money. Yeah, obviously I don't know. Yeah, if you sell your soul to the devil, yeah. you should be pretty successful. Yeah. And so I should she, hope she lives there with uh, another, a, I don't know, a friend of hers or a, a, a live-in servant or I don't even know. The, the Astrid is her name. Yeah. She cooks for her. She makes right. the household yeah, for her. Sounds like a servant. And she's a but also treated like a friend and she has history with her and it's like there's all this kind of 
I don't know. It's, as I say, so many little bit of stories yeah. and we don't go in depth enough so that I'm satisfyingly having the the feeling, oh yeah, that makes sense. This yeah. is a, a, a story. It's, I could, a, it's fantasy. It doesn't have to make sense. It can just be like, well, whatever. No, 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 no. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> and then we oh. have this... Um, Here's me defending a book that I've not read. Yeah. <laughs> it's what you do when, yeah. I'm, when I'm slamming a book. You're <laughs> like, oh, but maybe the author meant it this way. It's like, no, it's not your job to... No, uh, it's, it's not your job to just, defend this book. It just doesn't fit together. And then... So so then we have the the love affair between Satomi. Oh, it's a romance as well. Also a romance oh, okay. between the the Queen of Hell, right? The, the, the Satomi, yeah, uh, Zuka, who sold her soul, yeah, and she has a, an affair with uh, Lantran, who is the captain from right. the, like the okay. alien. Okay. The way that that is dealt with in the end was like mind-bogglingly weird. Okay. And but in a bad way. Like it, in a, just, uh, was it interesting? Did you have fun with it, or were you uncomfortable with it, or what do you mean by no, mind-boggling weird? It was just like I mean, of of all the creative, it felt too much. Like the whole book felt a bit too much like a creative writing uh, experiment, and, and in the sense of um, multiple people, like you gave a homework. Yeah, write something uh, about. A person like that, yeah. A person like this, yep. A person like that, and they all meet, and then in the end, they something has to happen that there has to be a climax, yeah. And um, it, it just doesn't didn't work for me because okay. the in the end, yeah, s- something is resolved somehow, but not satisfyingly. You're doing and the some other big, things, lots of air quotes, and there. the <laughs> other things are just being dropped, and okay. we just don't know about what happened to these people, and then. One more thing. Yeah. There's this other story with the with the fourth woman that I've mentioned, which yeah. she's called Lu, 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 Lucy Mattia. Okay. And then, like, she's being introduced, like, a, a third into... No, halfway into the book. Right, yeah. Um, because they need to repair the violin, and there, suddenly, yeah. then we have a new person introduced. And then it's... And then at the third... The two-thirds... Mark, yeah. suddenly we get to hear her backstory and yeah, what no, what she does with like her family background, why she is neglected as yeah. a because she's the the daughter and she wasn't a a, a son, right. was meant okay. to be a son, and because it's Mattia and sons, and then we found out oh her family also had ties with the devil, oh. ooh, 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 and they were called different, ooh, yep. and he, it was big violin builders in the S- spoiler horn. Oh. Anyway, you ranted for quite a long time and you oh, said sorry. my job was to stop you ranting. I'm sorry. I want to just know a little bit about something else because you asked me to do some you know, research or reading about this yeah. to, to make sure. There's one review here. Um, it says Someone says, The biggest problem, though, is the novel's unusual stylistic format. Aoki continually switches character perspective. And I don't just mean from chapter to chapter. It's more like mid-scene and mid-conversation. Every five to ten paragraphs, the narrative is paused by a section break to allow for a perspective sh- shift. It's jarring, choppy, and distracting. Mm-hmm. And because I was constantly dropped in and out of the story, I was neither immersed in the narrative nor emotionally connected to the characters. Was this an issue for you? Did you, did, or could you cope with the perspective shifts? No. You this couldn't... is this is one of the things I would also put into this was a writing experiment oh, uh, okay. homework because it felt so unnatural. 
No, but it can be done. Point of you like the the famous example is the movie, uh, not the movie. It is the book Dune by Frank Herbert. In there, every paragraph might be from a different person's point of view. You know, yeah. there's and that's what you can do with that is a, is that scene where everyone's sitting around a table. You know, the bit that was actually yeah. edited out of the German version, uh, yeah. German translation. It was a bridge, and you didn't realize. That. I was like, oh, this conversation is great because yeah. like you're skipping around, and everyone knows a different thing, and everyone's got a different opinion, and someone says something, and you see the reaction from three different points of view. It's possible to switch point of views like from paragraph to paragraph yeah but uh maybe not with section breaks you know no and not with um with storylines that aren't strong enough yeah and personalities that are just flat and boring right like the the uh zazuka is i i never understood what what she was was she did she have emotions what what i mean she was like it looks like she had emotion but then other things that she was like just brushing over and just like ah okay this is like that Mm, i guess that's that's how it is you know the book that you said um this uh, city the city we became yeah where you said oh it's it's the new york people who would just uh, see something happening and they go like okay well i guess that's just it yeah but that happens when something weird goes on on the subway new yorkers are like well that happened yeah but this was literally uh, the Brooklyn Bridge collapses and there's a, a massive, you know, alien demon attack that goes on and people's yeah. cars are transformed and they drive around and all this other kind of stuff and they're like, well, I guess that happened. It's like, no, no, that's, that's New York weirdness on a different level. Yes. So yes, it's the, it's the emotional, it's the emotional detachment. It's the ironic detachment. That is kind of in thing. this book. Yeah. Definitely. Because... Nobody can have a strong emotional response to anything. They have to like... They have to like shrug it off. If it if it's really meaningful, they shrug it off. Some people, some like yeah. I would say, half the people in the book do that. Yeah, and the other half are too emotionally detached. Right. As in, like Katrina, I I do understand trauma, and I do understand what she goes through is is heavy, uh, very heavy. Right. But the way she she's just whining. All the time, she's like, "Oh, I'm not good enough. Oh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm not, I'm too ugly. I'm but not." But you good. like, and you like these people, or didn't you even like the people? No. Oh, well, that's a real pity. No, I didn't even. I think unlike did I like, flat, unengaging did I like characters a, not doing anything. Who did I like? Maybe the son of Lucy. That was maybe the who was Lucy. The the violin um, oh, repair. The, okay, so there was so out of like three major characters and a fourth major character who was introduced halfway through yeah. you liked a fifth character the most who was oh, the son of one of them maybe maybe another one who was uh, an ai character who could uh, a- okay. appear in in physical form and then transform herself into places okay. and disappear again and right th- the the technology I never really understood I and mean, okay. doesn't doesn't really make sense because in some some places Katrina well, you should, was you literally be walking children around. Of memory by Adrian she, she was walking around with a backpack what? on her on her okay. back to carry around this. Too much detail. We exactly. Don't to... <laughs> I don't know. So this person Shirley is her name. Okay. Uh, and and her storyline is also a bit weird. Uh, so yeah, too many things. Too many things. And if if this book would have concentrated on just one, maybe two tropes. Yeah, I would have maybe enjoyed it, but otherwise, the only things really that pulled me through was I could geek out in my knowledge of music. Yeah, okay, so to finish up this review, yeah, I want you to say why this book was nominated 
for for a Hugo Award. Mm. Explain to me why this was nominated for a Hugo Award in terms of how what what was it about this book that made it appealing to enough people that this is one of the books that was nominated? Like, what is it? Is it, is it just because it's 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 good, you know, uh, tall wave squeak or is it is that what it is? You know, it's it's got. Uh, mm. Represent. It's got the right number of representation. It ticks the representation box. Yeah. It talks about experiences about found family. Yeah. And it's got enough ironic detachment. Yes, these things definitely there, yeah. and and it feels like there is stuff that people can latch onto because there's so much. Yeah. There's like literally stuff for any for anybody in it. Right. So because like it's basically like uh, dangling not just one carrot in front of the the donkey it's dangling like a carrot and a sugar thing and a a, a twig and you know it's so it's many got a, a carrot and a, a, an aubergine and a zucchini and yes. a parsnip and a swede yes. yes oh one thing what one thing i want to mention okay she calls her violin aubergine really yes meaning what I don't know. I it don't know. Mean anything. She, she just thought aubergine is a name until somebody told her, "Hey, this is an aubergine. It's an eggplant." And yeah. then she, ah, but she that didn't, didn't change it. So it's, the it's violin the sex, is called it's one of the two aubergine. sex symbols. Sex emojis. It's it's horrific for me. It's like, whoa! I don't know. I can't. No, this this was one of the things that I thought. <laughs> why? Why? Anyway, um, so many frustrating things about this book. Well, but yes, this is definitely this is definitely one of those. Um, I I I'm totally hundred percent say again. I support uh, trans. Oh right, yes, yeah. people, uh, uh, all and of our women, and yeah. the, the strong. I don't even know if there's wrong women in this book, but the, it has the appearance. Yeah, don't let Juliana's uh, dismissing Ooh. of this book and not being into it as as any stance against. Uh, you know, any, any, of, any, any of the themes in yeah, this book. We're all we're all the right on people here. We want to tick all the boxes, but we. But is it one of those things that representation of this just isn't enough? You know, mm. it, 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 you can't just have like it can't just be listing these things in the book. Again, this is me as someone not re- who hasn't read this. Yeah. Oh, and also what is also being part of it is that yeah. like uh, the the patriarchy is like this kind of like oh the the grandfather only right. wanted the daughters and yeah. stuff. Like it's all in there. Yeah. But it's just flat. Nothing, nothing really, nothing meaningful happens about it or with it. Or I, I don't even know. And because the language that is written in is not, um, it's not artistic enough. Like it is too, too much. Yeah, I would even say it's too urban to to be like it. Like I just started reading Alistair Reynolds. Yeah. It's just night and day the language that's being used and the way it is being used and the way that it, he's he's, I, a, he's an author who gets like ten year book deals and things like I he's know. very established you know and I I hate to say it but this is just 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 better writing I'm sorry but this book was frustrating it was frustrating you can tell by the, how many times I had to renew it from the library to yeah. actually make it work. I mean, I got through it. I, 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 it's not on the did not finish pile, but it's a very unsatisfying didn't did finish. <laughs> Are you going to rate it? 
Uh, I it's, guess I do have to rate it. No, you don't have to rate it, but it, this really feels like a one-star book, maybe a 1.5-star book. Yeah, I think 1.5. 1.5 stars. Yeah, the music oh, kind of... That's a real pity know, that it's so low. I know. Why did you stick with it for like nine weeks? Because you know, it's okay to stop reading a book. I Yes, I know. There's plenty of other books out and there which was, are really nice, like are really good I fun. And as I said, it, I, it was frustratingly weird in places where I thought like, why? What? Uh, what? And then we d- didn't even talk about the donut stuff. Um, and Don't need to know. Purple people. But it, it's just incredible. Like too too many things, too too much stuff. And just because I I have knowledge of music and violence. And yeah. That was what it But it, it wasn't it. enough to drag it up even to two stars. No. That's a real pity. This is actually a way lower kind of, oh, like this was much more of a ranting Juliana book, a uh, Juliana rant book than I was expecting. Because I mm. thought you were just going to be like, here are the reasons why you shouldn't like it. But, you know, like the, you in the end, me giving, what is it, the, the, um, the, the robot and monk book yeah uh, and i was like Meh, not even going to bother rating it because it wasn't a novel and i let you rate that one yeah. knowing that it just isn't for me yeah. i thought this book was kind of not for luke but you were you were going to rate it like oh four stars or something no. but also i saw how you were reacting to it and knew it wasn't really great but i wasn't expecting one and a half stars and for a, a 25 minute Juliana rant but it's good it's good as it makes it into a interesting thing that we can give our point of view about these books um, I really struggle with this kind of stuff because uh, I I don't want to be the 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 person to destroy. Uh, a Nobody piece is of destroying work, anything. Anything. This is a public. Just... This is an author mm. who's had their book published mm-hmm. and is obviously in the right kind of thing because this was this is another tour book. This is tour book St Martin's Press, whatever. Yeah. So um, like all of these, all of tour and mm. orbit or whatever it is, these books though yeah. they're winning all the Hugo's. Yeah. This was the right author. Of the of the with the right publisher with the right publicist you yeah. got the right blurb from the right people and they got a Hugo Award nomination for a, for a for a novel and yeah. very few people that that happens for very very few people now yes and, and it's I'm becoming sure that... a narrower and narrower group of people who it can happen for oh, as well of course and again they're perfectly successful they've made their money back they've done all that kind of stuff it's not your job to care about this person's feelings or I wouldn't say care about them but to consider their feelings when you're reviewing a book yeah that's why we don't have author interviews on this on this podcast and that's why yeah. we don't take free books and we don't do all of that kind yes. of stuff. I mean, sometimes I'll take a free book, but it's uh, it's very, very, very uncommon. And I think there are enough people who will get enjoyment out of this book. It was just not really for me. And uh, yeah, and uh, and you said L.A. Yes, L.A. gets mentioned plenty of times as well. Yeah. Right then. Like I've never, I'd never been there, but then it goes on about Monterey Park. And like, okay, mm, yes, sure. Yeah, yeah. Like again, like the book that's set in New York is very, very New York for very New York people. Uh, Maybe Mm. this is a very LA book for very LA people, but. The most exciting part part about this then was for me when there was a scene in Berlin in the Philharmonics. And I literally (laughs) have been in the Philharmonics I don't even uncountable times. Yeah, like I've been behind you, the stage. Yeah, you've performed both, there and stuff both, like that. Uh, yeah. on both uh, stages behind yeah. the on the stage behind the stage. Have I been in the... And so that that was close to me. That was the that was the bits that you yeah. know the bits that got me. So let's uh, let's wrap it up. Okay, we got a rating. The book that you're reading now is 
uh, a version. Oh yeah, by Alice Reynolds. By Alice yeah, Reynolds. I was expecting you not. I wasn't expecting you to get to it like straight away because <laughs> we did a short podcast about it. But when Juliana finishes that, we'll do a podcast. I've still got another book which I'd like to talk about, which is a, another um, Ursula K. Le Guin book, which mm. is the follow-on book from uh, Planet of Exile that we re- listened to in a car or yeah. reviewed earlier. And the next book in that sequence is uh, um, City of Illusions. Okay. And so I finished that. Yeah. A few weeks ago. Okay. I haven't got around to podcasting about it yet because no, I, I wanted we to do busy. a version. <laughs> I wanted to get to this one first, but we will get to that. And I'm now reading the next, the third book in the trilogy, um, the of the Children of Trilogy, Children oh. of Time, Children of Ruin, Children of Memory by Adrian Tchaikovsky. Okay. And I'm on the third book of that because it just came out last month. It came out in November. So I'm checking nice. out Children of Memory. Okay. And it's uh, a book which I wish... I hadn't have just finished Alistair Reynolds' aversion before going into this book. <laughs> Weirdly enough. I don't know. There's, there's, again, I, I don't understand everything that's going on in this book. I'm halfway through and I'm still like really confused about what's going on. Okay. But um, it's about memory. So uh, let's see mm-hmm. what's, uh, let's see what, see which Where of these, goes. Uh, yeah, which of these memories are real or so. I mean, it says right at the start what, what, it, you know, what kind of thing might happen. And now I'm like, well, there could be eight different things happening in this. Let me just, you know, work out which of these things is going down. So I'm enjoying that book. And, um, yeah, that's it. So you can you can follow me um, on Goodreads or become my friends on Goodreads. So I can see what you think. For, so, for example, I can see what Goodreads uh, friends think of this book. Look, the oh, first person coming Jenny up. Jenny from yes. Reading Envy. I know. I saw oh, that earlier today. It was... Almost all of the books that I finish, like not new yeah. books, but I go back and go, oh, what do my Goodreads friends? And Jenny, Jenny has it. She died earlier this year, COVID. Um, she rated it four stars. Uh, B and Margaret, four stars. Ellison, four stars. Oh, S. Klotz rated it five stars. Mm-hmm. Zivin rated it three stars. I'm not into classical music. I don't like donuts. I had some trouble with the sci-fi elephants that were there, which didn't have any infl- infl- implications beyond the familial re- relationships. Um, I do like the stories deal with the struggles of LGBTQ people, and somehow it all came together to a satisfactory conclusion. That's Zivin rated it three stars. Zivin followed me on uh, on Mastodon. Oh, yeah, that's nice. I mentioned in yesterday's y- y- podcast. You are there. I said, "Hey, you can follow me on Mastodon. Find the link in the show notes, and it's and it was there in the show notes." So uh, I'm also on all of these platforms. I put your Mastodon on mm-hmm. the on there too. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, we're both on Instagram too at, at Luke Burridge and uh, at JUKU Berlin. That's mm-hmm. Juliana. Mm-hmm. You've got Berlin in your in your social media handles. That's yes. really handy. Yes. And um, yeah. Oh, and also go over to the um, SFBRP listener group on Goodreads.com, yeah. and uh, that's a great place to recommend books to me. Also, thanks for supporting us on Patreon. Mostly about juggling stuff on Patreon, but you can also support uh, us for science fiction book review podcast stuff. Go to Patreon.com forward slash Luke Burridge. And uh, same as yesterday, uh, not using Twitter at the moment. So. Uh, Sorry if you're missing the uh, the announcement that the podcast go- pretty much the only thing I use Twitter for is to like announce <laughs> stuff that I was doing elsewhere. Yeah, like, hey, I was on a podcast. Oh, yeah. here's a video over here. Not much, yeah. not much else going on with Twitter in me, for me anyway. Right, um, that's it. Shall we see? Oh, World Cup final is happening now. Probably. I don't care. No, neither do I. Uh, anything <laughs> else? Um. Uh, no, uh, I'm still disappointed by myself giving this book 1.5 no, stars. I'm, I'm just astounded that you actually carried on reading it. And uh, like the other day, yeah, I would talk to you about the 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 Binti 
the the short story yes or novella or whatever yeah. it was yeah. and i'd finished it and then the geek nights podcast they they were were reviewing it but they reviewed all three books together they're like oh it's, mm-hmm. it's short enough that you know three novellas together is about the same as a novel so let's just talk about all three at the same time so i was like oh i'll stop listening to that yeah and i'll and i'll read the next two books because they're in the library app they are yeah i got like you know, 20, 30 minutes into a four hour audiobook, mm. And then the, the, the library is like, can we return this? It's two weeks for audiobooks, yeah. And the library is like, can we have this back? And I was like, all right. And then I got it again. And I was like, great. And yeah, never, just never did it. I was like, I'm just never going to like, it's a novella, not really into novellas. Yeah. It's young adult fiction. I'm not a big reader of young adult fiction. And I was like, no, yeah. my li- life is too short for me to spend literally another three hours on this. No, I, I understand. But with this book, you know, I was always wanting to find out about the the storylines. There were so many storylines yeah. that I wanted to find out. What, what about this? What yeah. about this? What about this? And you know what? Hmm. I went back to the Geek Notes podcast and I was like, all right, I'm not going to bother reading it. Let's just hear what they have to say about it. And I got like another two minutes into the podcast and I was like, ah, just don't care enough. <laughs> and then I just deleted the podcast without listening to the second half of it. <laughs> when they were talking about like I'd be, it had been sitting there yeah. for like two, three weeks oh, in it, my podcast player. It had been sitting there. I'd listened to 50% of it, like until they got to the discussion of it. And I just deleted Didn't even get to it after okay. sitting there for all that and time. And with, with the podcast for this book, did you did you actually listen to that one? Uh, which book? With the the light of uncommon stars podcast. Look is now taking it. No, again, I don't. I don't picture. remember. It's be real time. Yeah. There's, a, there's. You can also follow us on or be our friends on the social network uh, uh, app. Be real. Go to b e r e dot a l forward slash Luke Burridge, and you can see one photo of me per day at a time when the app decides. It's quite fun. Yes. So back to my question. Okay. What? When you listen to the incomparable podcast about this book. Yeah. Do you remember what they said about it? No, because it was so long ago. I don't remember oh, okay. if I even listened to it. Right. Like, again, I have to make a decision. Am I going to listen to a spoiler filled mm. discussion mm. of this book? Mm. So I don't remember anything. I don't remember any of this. So they probably just mentioned what it was about. Mm. And then I skipped it or maybe didn't. But again, I don't care enough about this book to remember what other people have said about it. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Like I, it it gets quite clear that when they're talking about a book that I know is for me, I mm. can make opinions about if I'm going to read it or not. But if I don't, if I don't think it's a book for me, I'm just like, mm. then it just drops below my notice. That's yeah. what happens for quite a lot of these Hugo Awards. Let's go back to some of these. Andy Weir, I read, but then you've got, you know, She Who Became the Sun, A Master of Jin, Light from Uncommon Stars, The Galaxy and the Ground Within. Did I read that one? I can't remember. No, that was the, that was the, one of these. Uh, the other Becky Chambers. Yeah. No. And I just like, I just don't care enough. Yeah. Like the Hugo Awards and incomparable podcasts about things are just, it's just one signal, mm. you know, that comes in. Yeah. And it, it puts them into my consciousness, yeah. but then I still have to make a decision yeah. if I'm going to read it or not. Oh, I just I just remembered one more thing about this book. Competitions. Yeah. Um, in certain music circles, uh, especially classical music, competitions are a very highly regarded thing. Yeah. Not from me, but some people regard it as something important. You have to, to have a career, you have to win uh, competitions yeah. and stuff. And... I took part in one competition in my life and I hate competitions. (laughs) 
Uh, it doesn't say anything about anything. No. It is a circle of uh, the the judges uh, that know each other, that knows the the teacher of the student. If they yeah. like the teacher of yeah. the student, they might give you a good rating or maybe not. And it's so it, everything is fake about it, and the 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 stress and the the pressure is insane yeah and what people put themselves through is also insane yeah, it's a lot and of part of this book is also violent competitions and the, the it's it's kind of like, like violent competitions yeah okay i thought you said violent competitions <laughs> <laughs> no there could have been because there's all like <laughs> this you know trigger <laughs> warning something yeah. something violent something, something. <laughs> oh. okay violin co- violin like, so for you it's trigger warnings music competitions is, is one of your trigger warnings <laughs> it's like yeah it's a it's a criticism okay. it includes criticism of competitions okay which then pleased me because I don't like competitions but that's like a minor thing it doesn't doesn't really help the book out and so now we already have done our outro and then we had started no, another fine. 10 minutes no that's fine we can keep going back to this talking I like um, it I like free form conversation people are looking now and going oh is this the end maybe 